cattle numbers and beef production lifted cattle prices last week. Cattle on feed at the start of the month were 4% less year-over-year. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents, Wes Ishmael. Hello, I'm Wes Ishmael. Welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 28th of February, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, which emphasizes a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsbasinbeef.org forward slash goals or more simply usrsb.org and look for the goals tab. Now to the news. Historically strong February wholesale beef values and dwindling beef production, compounded by reduced feedlot performance due to winter weather, helped bolster cattle prices last week. Choice box beef cutout value was $7.73 higher week-to-week on Friday at $287.28 hundred weight. Select was $14.44 higher at $277.08. Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, points out wholesale beef prices last week were the highest in more than a year. In his weekly market comments, Griffith explains, Some are concerned that consumers won't be able to afford beef due to inflation, higher interest rates, and increasing beef prices. Although the thought process seems logical, he says there's no reason to presume this will actually occur. He notes the domestic market has been experiencing inflation, higher interest rates, and high retail beef prices for many months, yet consumer demand for beef appears to remain strong. So at this point in time, he says, the assumption is that wholesale beef prices will continue to increase as the summer grilling season grows closer. Estimated total cattle slaughter last week of 618,000 head was 9,000 head fewer than the previous week and 33,000 head fewer than the same week last year. Estimated year-to-date cattle slaughter was 121,000 head fewer or 2.3% less than last year. Estimated year-to-date beef production of 4.1 billion pounds was 181.1 million pounds less or 4.2% less. Negotiated cash-fed cattle prices gained more traction last week. Live prices were mostly $164 a hundredweight in all regions, which was $2 higher in the Southern Plains, $3 to $4 higher in Nebraska, and $2 to $4 higher in the Western Corn Belt. Dress prices were $3 higher in Nebraska at $260 and $3 to $5 higher in the Western Corn Belt at $260 to $262. The weighted average five-area direct-fed steer price last week was $2.55 higher on a live basis at $163.72 hundredweight. 
The average steer price on the beef was $4.19 higher at $2.60.97. Live cattle futures closed an average of $0.70 higher week-to-week on Friday from $0.07 to $1.62 higher. On top of the number of cattle available, Griffith points out dress weights are much lower than a year ago. He explains dress steer weights at the beginning of this year are 10 to 15 pounds lighter than last year and dress tefer weights are about 20 pounds lighter. USDA projects the five area direct weighted average fed steer price for this year at a record $159 100 weight. That would be about $15 more than the previous year and it would eclipse the previous record price established in 2014. Griffith noted the prior week that shorter supplies continued to tilt leverage from packers to feedlots as evidenced by the gains the past couple of weeks. Cattle feeders have gained significant leverage over the packer due to a reduced number of animals coming off feed and reduced weights, Griffith says, explaining this has left packers in need of inventory to meet obligations. He adds that cattle feeders will maintain this leverage for the next couple of years as the cattle industry works to rebuild beef cow inventory. The question on most people's mind, he says, is how quickly and to what level can cattle feeders raise prices? At the rate they're going, he says they have and may continue to exceed industry expectations. Remember, a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsbasinbeef.org and look for the Goals tab. Nationwide, calves and feeder cows sold steady to $4 a hundred weight higher last week amid good to very good demand, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. Severe winter weather did hamper receipts in the northern plains. Week to week on Friday, feeder cattle futures closed an average of $3 higher. Feeder cattle prices are projected to jump higher this year as feedlots bid on increasingly tighter cattle supplies, according to USDA analysts in the Livestock and Poultry Outlook presented at last week's USDA Agriculture Outlook Forum. They explain improved pasture conditions, assumed with normal weather, and tighter calf supplies will likely result in increased competition for lighter weight cattle with stalker operations. Feeder steer prices for 750 to 800 pound calves based at Oklahoma City are forecast to average $203 a hundredweight compared to $165.94 last year and nearly equal to record prices in 2014. Calf and feeder cattle prices were also supported last week by lower corn futures, which were an average of 23.5 cents lower through the front six contracts week to week on Friday. Much of the pressure stemmed from USDA's grains and oilseeds outlook, which projected 2023-24 corn production to be the second largest in history. USDA projects 
2023-24 U.S. corn production, about 10% more year-over-year at 15.085 billion bushels. Much of that gain comes with a projected yield of 181.5 bushels per acre based on a weather-adjusted trend assuming normal planting progress and summer growing season weather. According to the outlook, ending stocks are projected at 1.887 billion bushels, up 620 million bushels from a year ago, and resulting in stocks relative to use of 13%, which if realized would be the highest since 2019-20. The season average corn price received by producers was forecast to be $1.10 lower at $5.60 a bushel. Friday's monthly cattle on feed report was friendly with slightly fewer placements and cattle on feed than estimated ahead of the report. Feedlots with 1,000 head or more capacity placed 1.9 million head in January, which was 3.6% less than the previous year. In terms of placement weights, 43% went on feed weighing 699 pounds or less, 49% weighing 700 to 899 pounds, and 8% weighing 900 pounds or more. Cattle feeders marketed 1.8 million head in January, which was 4.2% more than last year. Cattle on feed February 1st of 11.7 million head were 505,000 head fewer or 4.1% less year over year. And that's your weekly calf news price point podcast for the 28th of February, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.